Welcome to another episode of the No Feeding Tubes show. I'm your host, Yvonne McLaren, and I'm here to help you live your best food life following or during head and neck cancer treatment. Thanks for listening and hanging out with me here today. This is a lived experience and one that I think is better shared. And what do I know? Well, in late 2018, I was diagnosed with oropharyngeal cancer and I went on to have a third of my tongue removed, both tonsils, the tumour, 30 lymph nodes and 30 chemoradiotherapy sessions. I also had a peg tube feed for 15 months and ate nothing orally in that time. So grab your favourite beverage or your walking shoes and let's get started. Hello, it's that time of year again. Welcome to episode 45 of the No Feeding Tubes show. I've entitled this episode, Oh Yay, It's Christmas. Uh, Now, I can say that now, um, given that uh, this will be my fourth Christmas out from surgery, radiation and chemo. But I know it's a really tricky time of the year. And by tricky, I mean it is can be just, um, I can't think of the word I'm looking for. It's just, it, it can be very disastrous. It can be very depressing. It can be thought with anxiety. It can be uh, a really, really challenging time of year um, after you've had head and neck cancer treatment. The first two, three for me were pretty dismal, I've got to say. So these are my six top strategies to help you get through the festive season, the silly season, Christmas, um, holiday season, whatever you call it. Uh, It normally involves food, a bit of alcohol, um, catching up, talking. uh, It's tiring. And um, I don't know what that's going to look like for me in future years, but I know this, it's better than it was two or three years ago. So... Uh, the first thing I'd always suggest to you is focus on your own well-being and your own physical well-being. And by that, I mean, ask yourself this question, am I strong enough? Do I actually want to go and do that? Or would I be better off just going at the beginning of the event and then leaving early or going in the middle and leaving early or going at the end and leaving early? Um... And if you're not feeling up to it, you don't have to do it. Don't do it. Stay home. Um, you know, look, for the first couple of years, I just did. I used to sit with people, but I'd literally just sit with family. There was no one else around. Everyone had known what was going on. And, you know, you just got to really check in with yourself and don't put yourself under any additional pressure to do or achieve anything. The fact that you get through that one day or the few days that you're uh, in this environment of eating and drinking, and that's what the focal point is. If you the mere fact that you get through it, I think is admirable. Um, It's a tough time. It really is a tough time. So the first thing I would ask yourself is, you know, am I really up to it? 
Uh, and if you can manage it, make something, take something. Take jelly if that's what you can eat. Take hummus if that's what you can eat. Take soup if that's what you can eat. Um, depending on where you are in the world, could be summer, could be winter, um, I tend to take soup to most places really now because I use it as a chaser to eat with something that they've made. Um, or I just eat it myself. I just, you know, really look after myself. People understand. So that's the first thing I'd say to you. Check in with yourself. How do you actually feel about it? Um, feel comfortable saying no. That's the second thing. Don't feel obligated that you have to be at everything, do everything. You actually can't. You physically just can't. It's really tiring uh, and you have to be very mindful about what you're putting yourself through and hand pick what you can and can't do. In the very early days, I just used to pick to be with my immediate family uh, and see one, maybe two good friends. There was certainly no mass family gathering for me. Uh, I, I just physically couldn't do it. And at the time, I was going through chemo as well. So no, not a chance. I was too tired. I stayed home and I was quite happy to stay home and watch Netflix um, eat what I could eat or not eat as the case may be and sleep pretty much that's what I did and I didn't feel guilty about it um, you know I think this is a time when if you're ever going to be selfish now's the time to be selfish my opinion that's what I did um, it can be difficult for other people to understand what you're going through too unless they're part of your care team or um, you know, they've seen you on a day-to-day basis go through things, then it's very difficult for them to actually understand the nuances of what you're doing. And, um, you know, drinking alcohol was, is, it was impossible for me for the first two or three years. So, um, you know, learn to say no. Uh, the third thing is planning ahead. Is that, um, yeah, planning ahead. Um I may have given you one or too many or not enough strategies there. Um, talk to the host about your food requirements before you go. Um, if they don't know you well and they haven't been in this uh, environment with you and they haven't cooked with, for you before, just let them know what you can eat. You might be able to eat um, a mousse, a fish mousse, a prawn mousse, um, some of the salads, some of the custards, some of the cheesecakes, some of the... We have pavlova in Australia, it's amazing. Um, it's a big egg meringue that's filled with um, uh, mango, normally it's good for me, and fresh whipped cream. Oh, bliss. Um, so talk to your host about your food requirements and tell them one or two things that you can manage. So give them the opportunity to feel as though they've done something for you. If that floats their boat let them have the boat floating. That's all I'll say to you on that. Make a dish or two that you can take along that you know you can manage and um, make enough so other people can have it as well or just make enough for yourself. Entirely up to you and talk to your host about why that is the case and eat accordingly. Um, if you're going out and you're in a restaurant or a cafe situation, I've known of people who have actually eaten off children's menus. Um, I personally never got to that point. I used to just order something small, an entree, uh, knowing at the, in the early days that I just wasn't going to manage all that food. And equally, the time that it took me to eat anything, 
Uh, I could never keep in time with everybody else, so I kind of picked things off the menus um, that I knew wouldn't take me very long to eat. And the other thing I do is look up the menu online in advance and work out what I'm going to eat before I get there. Because quite often I would go to a restaurant or a cafe with friends, and this is applicable to celebrationary times as well, celebratory times as well, Christmas, as we're talking about coming up. Um, <clears throat> saves time. You can really look at the menu at your own pace and at your leisure. And quite often when I got to the restaurant, I'd always get there first and I'd order before everyone else and I'd get my food before everyone else. Now, for me, I come from a hospitality background. That's just a massive no-no from an etiquette point of view. But you know what? I soon got over that because it took me so long to eat that I'd always get my food first so I could finish at the same time as everyone else, essentially. That's what I used to do. Um... And do things that make you feel calm and relaxed. Uh, If you don't want to go out because of COVID, and, you know, we're, what, uh, two, three years out from the pandemic now, I still won't go out if I feel in any way, shape or form that I'm going to be exposed to something that I don't want to be exposed to, just from a compromised immune system point of view. I'm just sorry, I'm just not going to do it. Um, that's happening less and less now. But seriously, if you're not comfortable doing something or you don't feel relaxed about doing it, it's not going to help your eating. It's not going to help your swallowing. Uh, it's not going to help your frame of mind, which is probably not great anyway. you just got to get through these two, three days, you know, Christmas Day, Boxing Day, New Year's Eve, New Year's Day. And once we get into January, we can all go back to normal. Um So that's the other thing that I would suggest you do. Do things that make you feel relaxed and calm. Um, This is a bit of a... um, Well, I've got a couple more things that I'm just going to say to you. Um, Try and embrace the moment. I'm reading this from a resource, and I'm going to leave you a link to this resource. It's the strategies that I wrote last year about how to manage these period and time of the year Um, know that things are going to be different and just try and embrace the moment try to focus on just being social and being out and being around people and having conversations and that may involve just telling them what's happened to you Uh, I know eventually I got a bit sick about just always talking about me and what happened to me Um, But equally, if you're in a big group, it often gives you, it takes the focus off you and everyone else can talk while you quietly eat. And I've I've been known on a couple of occasions to say to someone sitting next to me or across the table, hey, look, by the way, um, I'm not being rude, but I can't eat, talk, breathe at the same time. The side effects that I have just don't allow me to do that so if you don't mind I'll just finish this and I'll come back and talk to you or quite often I'll just get up and pick my plate up and go out to the kitchen or uh, a quiet room in the house or out to another part of the garden and I'd sit down I'd eat I'd drink go to the bathroom um, clean my teeth rinse my mouth out and then go back to the main table do that all the time, and I still do that to this day. Um, I'm really, uh, I was talking on this webinar today, talking about my oral health and how I'm a bit of a meticulous uh, teeth girl. So 
that helps with um, being out socially and knowing that you don't have a piece of parsley stuck to your tooth um, or you don't have, you know, half a carrot stuck down a hole that never used to be there but is there now. Uh, And the last thing I'd say to you is be prepared if you're out, uh, particularly in not just a family situation but a family and friends and social situations, be prepared for the dreaded question. Um, (laughs) And if you don't know what the dreaded question is, here it is. Have you tried this? And... um, I just thought of my father then, I would have rolled my eyes at that. And that question, you know, well-meaning as it's intended, is, well, was for me. Oh, no, please don't try and tell me what I can and can't eat because they actually don't know because they think if it's just soft, then it will work. Or if it's non-chew, then it will work. Or if it's slippery, it'll work, you know. And we all know that it's that nuance, that finite, mm, maybe, maybe it will, maybe it won't. The grippy texture, as I call it, uh, the thing, my, my surgeon was quite astounded that I could eat potato chips, yet I couldn't eat mashed potato. Go figure. Um, so the dreaded question, how to handle that? Smile, nod, say thank you. That's an amazing, I'll tuck that in the memory bank for next time if you know it's not going to work. But maybe it will work too. Uh, But be prepared for the question and know how you're going to respond. Uh, And I wouldn't get upset about it. You know, people people would love to help, really. That Genuinely, that's what they want to do. Um, So that's my strategies for getting through this very difficult and icky part of the year. Um, You know, it's it's an anxious time for all of us, I know that. But... um, be prepared for the have you tried this question. Uh, know that things are going to be a little bit different, but embrace it anyway. Uh, oh, another tip too, which I failed to tell you there. I used to put um, warm water or cold water or soda water or mineral water in a wine glass or a champagne flute just so I felt as though I was participating in a drink and alcohol, even though I wasn't. That often can just make you feel a bit more, you know, part of it. Um, check in with yourself. Do you actually feel like doing this? Are you feeling strong enough? Are you? Do you have enough energy to actually go and do this? Um, check out the menu if you're going out to a restaurant or a cafe. Check out and see if it's online. Work out what's there. If it's a set menu, ring the venue in advance and say to them, hey, this is happening to me. What have you got on the menu that I can eat? Please have that available for me on the day. No harm in doing that. Nine times out of ten, a kitchen or a catering organisation will um, manage that for you. So that's the episode today. I hope you got some things out of that. I'm going to leave the six strategies and the downloadable resource at the bottom of this um, podcast or YouTube for you so you can download that and have a look. Uh, And if I don't um, hear from you beforehand, have a great Christmas. Have a great, great, great Christmas. I do hope you manage to eat something, eat well, have a nice time. You're here, you're breathing. That's the main thing. And try and stay positive. Okay, until next time, take care, eat well, look after yourself and look after someone else. Okay, bye.